Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for uh, today, Sunday, June 3rd. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We are excited about tonight's show, as always, and we have a wonderful guest for you tonight. But before we speak with our guest, um, I just want to turn it over to my sister, Janice, so she can greet you guys in her own way as well. Good evening, everyone, and again, welcome to the show. Um, just very briefly, I wanted to give a bit of beauty news tonight. Um, my news tonight is all about uh, PBA Beauty Week. It's presented by uh, ProBeauty.org. Um, they are, um, <clears throat> as always, presenting uh, PBA uh, Beauty Week, which takes place July 28th through 31st of this year at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the week starts off. Cosmo Pro, uh, which is one of the largest and most awarded beauty events in North America. It's the premier launching pad for new beauty brands and for discovering new uh, product innovations, new channels for distribution, packaging, and manufacturing uh, solutions. And that takes place Sunday, July 29th through Tuesday, July 31st. Um, then we have the PBA Business Forum, which takes place um, on Sunday, July 29th as well. Uh, this business forum provides an overview of the key trends and issues affecting the beauty uh, the beauty industry. Then we go to Sunday, again, Sunday, July 29th. It's a lot happening on that Sunday. Um, Naha takes place, North American Hairstyling Awards. That takes place also um, on that Sunday, July 29th. And um, it's going to be a star-studded celebration uh, with the um, Naha Awards. And it's pretty much honoring Beauty's most talented artist uh, in hair and makeup. Um, it's the most pre- uh, prestigious photographic beauty competition in North America. So um, if you're attending um, Pro Beauty uh, Beauty Week, that would be the event to attend. If you had to choose one, that would be the one. Um, but also PBA Beacon, which takes place Saturday, July 28th through Monday, July 30th, and that's by invitation only. Then we have... Uh, Again, Sunday, July 29th, Industry Education with Generation Z, and then rounding out the week on Monday, July 30th, uh, there's a PBA distributor workshop as well as um, a panel discussion, Influencer versus Influencer. Um, It's going to be a moderated panel discussion on the trends, opportunities, and best practices that have taken the professional salon industry by storm. And if you want more information on that or if you want to uh, purchase tickets, 
for PBA Beauty Week and any of the individual um, events, you can go to probeauty.org forward slash beauty week. Again, that's probeauty.org forward slash beauty week. All right, and we'll be right back after this. Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artist, Denise and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversations, beauty and skincare tips from the industry's finest, and so many more. Sam Fine, Australian makeup artist Ray Morris, James Vincent, V. Neal, Nigeria's own Lola Maja, Kevin James Bennett, Rocky Cosetti, Marietta Carter-Narcisse, Tim Bucharin, Mickey Taylor, formerly of Essence Magazine, A.J. Crimson, Michael DeVellis, Suzanne Patterson, Larry Sims, Denisa Myricks, Melissa Street, Michael Key of Makeup Artist Magazine, Camille Friend Rochar, Naja Riquette, Bernadette Thompson, and so many more. We're celebrating 10 years, and we're so excited about what's to come for Beauty Talk Radio. Millions listen live and via iTunes downloads from around the world. So we have to say thank you to our listeners in the U.S., of course, the U.K., Australia, Ghana, Russia, South Africa, Uganda. Brazil, South Korea, Ireland, Canada, Sweden, the Bahamas, and so many other parts of the world. Are you following us on social media? We're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore media. We're also on Twitter at beauty underscore talk. And we can't forget about Facebook, beauty talk online. We're celebrating 10 years. We're excited about where we're going, and we know you are too. All right. Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in tonight. Just want to remind you that if you have a comment or a question, give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Also, we want to thank uh, you guys who have been tuning in since day one, and thank you guys for uh, supporting us on 10 years here on Blog Talk Radio. And amongst those names that were just announced. Uh, We want to include our guest as well in that number. So we want to say welcome to the show, Merce Arsenault. Welcome to the show, Merce. Hi, ladies. How are you? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. We're happy that you were able to come on with us tonight. Um, It's probably afternoon wherever you are, but (laughs) uh, thanks for taking time out on your Sunday to be with us. Of course, not a problem. I was looking forward to it, actually. <laughs> That's great. All right, so we just we just want to just jump right in. Um, this is your first time on the show, uh, so we just want you to come on and just uh, give our listening audience an opportunity to hear a little bit about who you are and share your story. So can you just start off by just telling um, us a little bit about who you are and how you got started as a makeup artist? and I have been doing makeup for about 25 years and um, I originally got started in makeup um, through modeling. I modeled for a number of years when I was younger and um, ultimately I wound up working behind the counter um, at first for Saks Fifth Avenue in their cosmetic department and then I wound up at the infamous MAC Cosmetics and um, 
spent just a year there, and I I decided that I wanted to go out on my own and not have a boss. I wanted to be my own boss, and um, uh, that was when I decided to just take the plunge and stepped out on faith and never looked back. I have never had a job since then, and I think that was back in, like, the way, like, probably like 91 maybe, something like mm-hmm. that, 91, 92, I remember. Um, but anyway, um, so it all turned out well. It was a hustle. It was hard. It was a grind. It wasn't easy, And um, but I loved what I did. I didn't always get paid doing it. But it didn't matter. Oh, I was so glad you brought that up. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I didn't always get paid, and um, and I, I do. That bothers me when people are always about the money, and you know, yeah. and that's in any field. And um, because you know, if that's all you're grinding for, then you know you're never ever going to be satisfied. You know, so exactly. So for me, you know, I I just kind of made my way up the ladder. I was blessed to meet, you know, two really great people in my life that really helped me out um, tremendously. One of them is Lalette Littlejohn, who got me involved in television, and then Judy Murdoch, who um, she's personal to Will Smith. She got me involved in film. So two great mentors that kind of took me under their wing and, and brought me into the business, and um, and here I am today. That's funny because when I started in film, when I started in film, I started with, well, working with Lalette. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. My first movie was with Lalette. Okay, yeah. No, Lalette is cool people. I started on, I'm trying to do the Jamie Foxx show with her. And then she wound up, she had the Jamie Foxx show and she had the Hughleys. And then she wound up... Um, passing the Hughleys to me or had me go work over there for her. And then that's, this is around the time when Jamie blew up and um, mm-hmm. when she was working with Jamie. And, um, and then I wound up staying over at the Hughleys. And I still have a great relationship with D.L. Um, Hughley. And nice. um, so, so it was fun. It was, it, was, it was good times, you know. It was good times. And um, then I wound up working on the Steve Harvey show. I've done a lot of black TV, a lot of black <laughs> television, you know. And um, and it was it was fun times, you know, fun times. I have to say. Speaking of that, you said you did a lot of black TV. You know, I often hear um, I often hear uh, makeup artists or even hairstylists sometimes talk about, you know, I don't want to have a bunch of black shows on my resume. Um, I'm assuming they think, you know, if you have a lot of black shows on your resume, then you can't get, you probably won't be able to get jobs on white shows or other shows. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I feel like, you know, it's unfortunate this whole race thing in our in, in our in our society, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. You know, a lot of those black shows were great shows, you know, and. Mm-hmm. It just happened to have black actors, just like how Black Panther took off. It's a predominantly, it is not as it is predominantly a black film. And look at, look at all of the people that it reached. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm mm-hmm. not a person who buys into that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. You don't want to be pigeonholed because I hear actors say they don't want to do a bunch of black shows, or you know, I don't want to get pigeonholed and they're just doing black. You know, whatever. 
But, you know, you never hear white people saying they don't want to get, I don't want no, to get white shows. No, you don't. Know what I mean? You know, so it's just like, we got to stop that. You know, it's like, yeah. we are good at what we do. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just think it's a societal thing that, that you know, has just been inbred in our brains that black isn't good. And it actually is great, you know. And, right. um, and it took me some time you know, too, to figure that out, you know, but I, listen, I took whatever shows I got on and I had a ball doing all of them, you know, and I had no regrets, mm-hmm. you know, you make great relationships, you build great relationships. And a lot of those people went on to cross over, you know, and do great things. So right. I think it's great right. to say that, you know, I mean, Kevin Hart is one of the people that crossed over, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, right. James crossed over, Dale Hughes, mm-hmm. crossed, you know, there's a lot of people that crossed over. Steve Harvey crossed over, you know. I mean, it's like you, you can't you can't say those things. You know, there's a lot of black people that are doing great things now because of those black shows, you know. So Exactly. I don't I don't buy into that at all. I really and those black, those black shows those black shows were your foundation and, and they just helped yeah. you to get to the next show, you know, and the next show, regardless of who was working on the project. Exactly, exactly. I mean, look at girlfriends. Look at Tracy Ross. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, one on one, Kyla Pratt. I mean, you know, you can go on and on the game. You know, T and Tamara. Look at Pooch Hall. I mean, I, you know, I've worked on a lot of these shows. You know, and proudly saying that I've worked with them. You know, and um, yeah. So you know, it's it's sad that you know sometimes people feel that way that that you know black is. Is subpar when it is not, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and the truth of the matter is if, if you, if you sit around waiting to get on other shows, you may not have a career. If, if you're right. sitting out there with no, with no experience and you're waiting to get on, you know, quote unquote white shows, you may not have a career. So you got to exactly. start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And a lot of times, you know, there were white women running those shows. When I got on the game, there was Absolutely. a girl running the show. That apartment had, and, she, and girlfriend, she was white. You exactly. know, and um, exactly. so, you know, you, you meet those people and you build the relationships with them as well, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, so it's like it's, it's, it's a growing experience. And everybody just wants to come in and just, just be making it right away. Everybody wants to come in and be right. in and be on top immediately. Nobody wants to do the work. Nobody wants to be, you know, just kind of in the shadows and just, just grinding and doing your job. Everybody wants to be, like, seen, you know, right away yeah. and noticed right away. And, it, and it's like, and that's and what I'm, this business is about. And I'm glad you said that because my sister and I always say, you know, especially when we talk about that exact Thing, how everybody wants it right away. You know, you've been in the business for 25 years. We've been in the business for 20 years. And like I always say, when we first started, the Internet was nothing like it is right now. Social media was nowhere around. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we were able to get jobs. We were able to promote ourselves and maintain careers without social media, with without exactly the Internet being the way that it is. So, you know, I often wonder about some of the people who want it right away. Like, if it weren't for social media and if it weren't, you know, for the Internet, how would they make it? You know, would they still be standing around with their hands out? Because I find that, 
you know, I think that's kind of what's hurting um, what's hurting our industry a little bit. Um, do you find that social media has helped you at all in your career? You know what? To be honest with you, for me, this is for me personally, social media mm-hmm. to me is more fun than a tool. I mm-hmm. have really mm-hmm. not taken it as seriously as, as most maybe that are on it. And I don't look at how many followers. Every now and then I'll look and see, oh, I got another 1,000 followers. You know what I mean? Because that's how often I look at it. Like, oh, it jumped. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm <laughs> right. not looking like, oh, I want to get 10,000 followers. I need, you know what I mean? I'm not looking at, because I, I don't really care, you know. And it's nice that people are following you. And I think social media is cool. I've met some great people through social media. Um, I've made some new friends through social media, and, you know, there's pros and cons to it. But using it as a branding tool, I think it can be fantastic, depending on, you know, your business and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, But for me, you know, I kind of fought it tooth and nail anyway, being on social media, Facebook, all of that, because, honestly, it's so time-consuming. And, it really you know, is. You know what, it just is, it's a time sucker. And, you know, it's like a vampire. And, you know, you sit there, and before you know it, you have lost an hour of your day. You know, just yep. rolling and looking and commenting and, oh, who's this? And, oh, you know, and it's crazy. And, you know, so, you know, I took like a couple months off just because I was like, I just got to stop. I shut Facebook down for a minute, then I came back on it again. And I'm just like, you know, so. I don't know. I battle with it sometimes, you know, because it's, you know, I, I get why some people are not on it. I do get it because, you know, it really does take up a lot of your time, you know. But if you do use it, you know, the way, you know, it's like Will Smith came on, like, out of nowhere and just took over social yeah. media. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> which I think what he's doing, you know, Dwayne Johnson, same thing, social media king, you know, they're, you know, what they're doing with their platform is, it's cool. You know, people want to see what they're doing every day. People want to know what they're doing every day. You know, I don't know that anybody is really interested in what I'm doing all the time. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) I just, you know, for me, you know, it was Sam Fine was the person who got me on Instagram anyway. This was when I was on the Queen Latifah show with him. I, he was like, if you don't get on Instagram, yeah, he actually put me on because I didn't even, first of all, know how to get on. And, you know, because he's another one that's a brand king. You know, Sam knows how to utilize social media, you know, for his business. And it's, I think he, it's so he's funny. tremendous. It's so funny that you, say, that you say he got you on because for years, like when Twitter was the big thing, it took Sam forever to get on Twitter. Oh, really? <laughs> so it's funny, to, it's funny to hear you say that now. I swear, girl, he was like, you do not get on social media. And I was just like, oh, my. and now, you know, I kind of regret that I didn't get on sooner when I started the show because we had so many great guests and I had so many people come through. But I didn't really even know how to utilize it when I was there because I was like, okay, I'm on it. Now what? You know what I mean? I didn't really. Right. I'm slow with the technology and I'm still slow with the technology. I will never get on Twitter. You know, it's just it's too much. It takes up too much time. You know, I'm just like, I just, I can't. I don't know how people can do all of it. I, I know how they can do it because they have people doing it for them, you know. So right. it's a little mm-hmm. easier, you know, when you have, like, a team that's kind of like, I mean, you get on and you look, but, you know, I just get so tired of people looking at their phones all the time. 
You know, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. people have stopped talking to each other, you know, because of these phones yeah. and because of social media. So Especially you know, at work. Oh, at work, absolutely. I'm guilty of it, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, half the time when we're on the set, they don't want you talking anyway, you know. So right. that's where I'm like, okay, I'll find my little corner and I'll go over. And, and a lot of times places where you are, there's no service. So then you have no choice yeah. but to talk. <laughs> so then you're mad because you don't have no service. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I don't know, you're between a rock and a hard place with social media, you know. It's like I love it and hate it at the same time. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely. What are some of the things that you've noticed that have changed about the beauty business um, and then also about film and television um, over your 25 years? The thing that I have seen that I particularly do not like right now that has changed in the business is how much makeup people are wearing. Mm-hmm. And it's really not film and TV. It's really more on social media because in film and television, you know, we're still doing the basics. You know what I'm saying? So let me let me answer your question because I kind of I kind of that but that whole makeup thing right now is driving me crazy. That all that all the makeup you're wearing. You know, I'm glad you did mention so much though because I think sometimes a lot of times actors nowadays are wanting to look like the women on social media, and that's starting to be a problem in film and TV. Well, I think that's a reality thing. You know, because yes, you know, no is. show that I'm working on where I'm even, you know, nobody's trying to look like that. You know, it's like, first of all, when you wear that much makeup, you can see it. You know what I mean? And, you know, the layers and layers and layers of makeup that I see people wearing today, I'm just like, you know, it's just crazy. You know, and it's like, you guys not know this is high definition television. You know, it's like, so, you know, I feel like, you know, if if we can just get back to the basics of makeup, and um, uh, I would be happy, you know, if if women would just embrace, you know, what God gave them instead of all these enhancements that you see now. I mean, it's just turning into really a mess, you know, and people don't even look like themselves anymore. And, you know, in 10 years, when you what if you can't afford or you have to stop for some reason with the injections and all that stuff, what is going to happen? You know, like, what are you going to look like? You know, the doctor says, oh, you'll be fine. Of course they're saying that because you're paying them to do this to you. You know what I mean? But in the end, ultimately, what are you really going to look like, you know, if for some odd reason you can't afford or you got sick and you could, you know what I mean? Like anything, what are you going to actually look like, you know, with all of this stuff that people are doing to themselves, you know, all these injections and the cheeks and the lips and the eyes and the butts and the eyes. It's gross too much. I don't get it. It is. You know, um, you, know I, you don't really see actresses to me. There are some who have gone that route, you know, but for the most part, I would say, you know, most people are kind of staying natural, you know, and, right. um, and I love a woman who is just naturally pretty, you know, and because I think personality is everything. You know, I don't care what you look like, you know, and that goes across the board with anybody. When you have a great personality, you just become way more attractive, you know, and makeup is to enhance what you look like. You know, it's not to create a mask. When you take it off, it's like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? So 
And I think that we have gotten into that, you know, and I think there's a community of people that do that. I, I would say the, the masses do not do that. You know, there is a community Correct. of people that are caught up in the, you know, the makeup. And who has time to do that every single day? You know, I mean, right. the lashes, the brows, and I'm just like, oh, my God. You know, like, who, I, I, I don't, <laughs> and I'm a makeup artist, you know, and I know how to do stuff quickly, but I'm just like, who has that kind of time? You know, so not a fan at all. Not a fan. Absolutely. What kind of advice would you give a makeup artist who's just starting out and who wants to be in film and TV? The first thing I tell people I think that they should do before they even think about coming into this business is to go and work in a department store. That is the best experience ever because you get – hands-on experience dealing with the public, all the different yep. personalities that come through a department store, all the different shades, shapes, colors, and sizes come through a department store. You know what I mean? So That's, it's like, absolutely. you know, on-the-ground education right away on, you know, when you come into this business, you're dealing with tons of different personalities, you know. And, of That's course, right. you know, you're kind of getting an education, you know, in makeup. Back when I was coming up, you know, they used to have breakfast all the time. You got a lot of free makeup. You can build your kit. You know, I don't know what it's like now working in a department store, but I'm sure that, you know, whoever you're working for is still giving you product and stuff, and, and um, you know, you can build a kit that way, you know. And so that to me is, is priceless. You know, I love that I worked um, in a department store and worked for Mac, you know, because you learn patience. You know, and because um, you know how people can come and, 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 you know, you're trying to sell them something and, you know, you got to deal with crazy, you know, you got to deal with indecisive, <laughs> you to deal with, right. you know, <laughs> plant psychologists, you know, and, you know, all of those things. And, and, and it all crosses over when you get into our business, you know, and, and, and making people comfortable. You Absolutely. Know, so, mm-hmm. so that would be my advice. <laughs> Have you ever had a situation where the actress was very difficult and you felt like you didn't know how to handle the situation? Um, no, for me, no. You know, um, I've definitely had difficult a difficult actor, and um, and it's hard to come in, you know, because you not know you don't know what you're going to walk into every day. You know, and um, you don't know what the personality is bringing. And it could be sweet or it could be, you know, you just don't know. you got the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde effect going on every day. And um, so you just kind of have to, again, this is where the psychology comes in. You know, you have to know how to talk people off a ledge. You know, you cannot engage in the crazy is what I'm going to call it. The minute you engage in the crazy, then you get pulled into the crazy. You know, right. and I remember my girl Judy told me that. And, you know, she's just like, don't engage. Just don't engage, you know. Give them whatever they want, you know, and just say, okay. You know, and, and really, honestly, that is <laughs> what you should do. Don't argue. <laughs> One, you're never going to win. You know what I mean? You're never going to win, you know. So it's like you just try to make that person feel as comfortable as possible 
and they're right, and just do whatever it is that they're asking you to do. As much as you know it is wrong and no, you didn't say that, no, you didn't do that, it's like, okay, you know. And um, and I feel like that always works. And ultimately, you know, they then kind of learn to respect you, you know. And, and you know, if they get too difficult, then sometimes you got to check them just a little bit. Like, wait a minute now, hold up. Right. You know what I mean? But like in a nice way, not in a combative way, you know, and right. then, you know, then they kind of pause. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, so you kind of have to know how to, it's like a, like a, an ebb and a flow with a, with a, with a difficult person, you know, whether it's male or female, you know, you just have to got to know how to, you got to know how to work it, you know, and it's never working if you're going to try to be combative with them, you know, because ultimately you'll wind up losing your job. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And that works back. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're the customer, and you're there to make them happy. You know what I yes. mean? Yes, right. Like, so exactly. That, that's always been my philosophy, and you know, so I, I never get, you know, makeup artists who come into this business, you know, and they blow up, and all of a sudden they're like the celebrity, you know, and they've completely forgotten you know, that one, you are an employee <laughs> and, you know, you're here to do a job, you know, and so that just drives me absolutely crazy. You know, and people bring all that ego to work and it's like, this is not about you, you know, and, um, you know, so that's one thing that I just never, I've never done, never gotten involved in and just doesn't work for me. Right. Now, speaking of, you know, your makeup crew or team, you know, you've worked as a makeup depart, uh, department head on several projects. And mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're looking for when you hire people to work along with you on your team? Um, one of the first things that I look for is someone who is calm and mm. someone who has good communication skills, um, someone who is who I feel like is proactive. You know, it's like when you talk to somebody before you hire them and, you know, I like to listen to people tell me, you know, what they, you know, what they think a key is or what they think, uh, you know, an assistant or whatever, however, whatever you want to call it. And, right. um, and I look for someone who's not too sensitive. And because a lot of times in your department head, you know, stuff happens on the fly, you know, and you're not always able to say please and thank you, you know, and, to me, certain personalities feel like, oh, well, your tone or the way you said that to me, and it's like my tone, and I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm sorry. You know, like, if I asked you to do something, then I'm sorry that I didn't say it in a pleasant way. You know, I wasn't able in that moment. You know, so it's like, you know, you got to just understand, you know, sometimes when people are, when you ask someone to do something, just do it. You know, don't take it personal. You know, just I mean, I have I have worked as a key plenty of times for, you know, great department heads and difficult department heads. And the bottom mm-hmm. line is your job is you're there to shadow them and you're there to help them execute their vision that the director has right. them. You know what I mean? Like that is your job, yep. period. And, and, you know, and you're there to help them. You know, you're not there to control or take over or you are there to assist them in making sure that that 
trailer runs properly. And so that means right. that you have that person back. You know what I mean? And I love I love a key who is who's proactive and, you know, who's hands on and who has no problem is, hey, you know what, that's the wrong makeup color or that that color's too light or that blush is too bright. Or, you know, can you take that down? And they're not like all like up in arms like it. You know what I mean? It's like Right. If someone gives you a note, just take it. You know, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry, is this better? You know, like how is that a problem? You know, it's like so you know, I don't I don't get that, you know, but I am always looking for, for people who are good at what they do. I want someone who is as good. I'm not afraid to bring somebody in that's as good as me or better than me. You know, mm-hmm. I've never been threatened by somebody else that's good, you know, I, because, you know, it reflects on me when you bring in a great makeup artist, you know, when, when the show looks good, you know, if you bring in somebody that's just mediocre, you know, because you don't want anybody outshining you, you know, that's crazy. You know, right. so I like to bring in, you know, a solid team, you know, and, and people who are not into all of the, the mess and the drama. You know, I hear stuff all the time, and I'm just like, I just don't, I can't take it. I just can't <laughs> take it. I don't get them, you know, I really can't take it. It's too much. Yeah, because there's already a lot going on just doing the job, you know, from day to day to have that extra Foolishness is what it is, you know, yeah. going on all at the same time. I mean, what are some of the things so, you guys look for? Like, you know, are those, you know, besides those those things that I mentioned, like, is there anything you know, else that you think? Yeah, you, well, you mentioned, well, let me make sure you didn't say this, but you, I know you, you did say that you like to listen to people, like when you're, when you're interviewing people. I yeah. like people and you, you probably touched on this a little bit, but I, ha- I just have to say it, but I like people who listen. So I yeah. like people to, I like people to, when you tell them to go to lunch, they go to lunch and they're not right. fooling around doing something else. When you tell them to rap, you don't come back to the trailer like 20 minutes after okay. you told them to rap and everybody else is rap and they're still on the trailer. Like, right. what are you doing? I like people who actually listen and follow directions. Exactly. You don't get along if you just do just that one simple thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. People who can follow directions, um, you know, and if you say this is what it is, they're not necessarily questioning. Now, if it's something that, you know, that you may have said, to do as far as them being an artist and they think, well, you know, it probably would work better if I do this. I don't mind somebody coming back with something like that. But if I say, um, you know, we're not doing a certain thing today, then don't question it. We're not doing it, period. You know what I mean? But You know what? It's never a dictatorship. I'm always open to it. I'm not Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, who wants to micromanage? If I hire you, then I know you're going to be able to do the job. But if I say, you know, give me this, and I look over and be like, oh, you know what, mm, just, you know, take that down, or what do you think? And I may be like, you know, they may have decided to go a different direction with what I said. And if it looks fine, then I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. but right. you should be able to talk to each other. It should be a yin and a yang. Right. And, 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 and with the hair department and the makeup, it shouldn't be any conflict happening in the trailer. And again, 
leave your ego at the door when you come in this trailer right. because it is about this person sitting in the chair and making them feel comfortable so when they walk out of here, they can go and do their job. And they're not going to say, oh, I hate my hair, my makeup, you know, you know I'm, I'm pale, or the color's wrong, or, you know, I don't like this, or <laughs> right. I don't like that. And you also have to listen to the talent, what they want. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like it's, it's just, it, it is listening for sure is definitely key. And sometimes, mm-hmm. and talking too much, that's another thing that I look for. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Too much, <laughs> I, I can't do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you cannot be talking all the time in the trailer. You know? It's like, it just it drives me crazy. No. You know? Sometimes yeah. And, and another, another thing is, for those people who who do have a background in um like working at the counters. Some people may have had, you know, more counter experience than others. Um, but for those who, those people who have been working, you know, for Mac or whoever else for like 10 plus years, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you do uh, start working in film and TV, you can't come into the trailer and act as if you're sitting, I mean, you're standing at the counter doing somebody's makeup. Like, it's okay to it's okay to talk to the person that's in your chair. It's okay to communicate and and have a relationship with that person, but you're still working on a film or television production. We don't have time for you to get too personal. We don't have time for you to, um, you know, when you start laughing and and talking really loud, and then all of a sudden you're not working because you're talking right. and, and you're getting your point across. That kind of stuff I can't deal with. And you are on production time. So all of that talking, all those minutes add up. So if you have 45 minutes to get that face done and you've spent 20 of it talking, and a lot of people can't talk and work. A lot of people have to talk and stop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And make their point. That I have noticed. So it's like, you know, and, and a lot of times actors don't want to talk. And you have to know, be able to read that body language, too. You have to know when somebody doesn't want to be bothered. You know? They don't want to talk this morning. You know? <laughs> and mm-hmm. you have to actually lead the conversation if the actor wants to talk. You know? And you've got to know that body language. You, you know how some people just feel like silence is uncomfortable, so they feel like they have to say something? And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, actors just want the silence. They just want, because they could be, you know, either trying to think about their lines or talk, you know what I mean, or whatever. They may just want to look at their phone, you know, and that's something that I have learned, you know, in, in working, you know, um, with with a lot of busy people, you know. They don't want to be bothered. I remember Kevin Hart said that to me one day. He's like, you know what, I like you because you leave me alone. I don't want mm-hmm. to be bothered. And I looked at him mm-hmm. and I was like, ain't nobody trying to bother you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like, it was like a joke. You know what I mean? I just was like, I said, no, I get it. He's like, you leave me alone. You know what I mean? You just come and do your thing and you leave me alone. You know, these people don't want to be our friends, you know? Right. It's like, and I think because there is such a close relationship and we spend so much time together, I think that, you know, certain people, you know, don't understand. It really is a business. You know, and you mm-hmm. have to understand the business of what we're doing. And because everything is so laid back, you know, on a on a TV set part or on a film set for the most part, it's, it, it can be somewhat relaxed, you know, because there is a lot of downtime. 
you know, um, and a lot of times you do have a lot of interaction if you're lucky with your actor. And, um, you know, and some actors do like to talk and some actors do like to have, you know, a closer relationship than others with, you know, with their glam squad. And, um, and that's fine too, you know. But you kind of have to know when, you know, you got to fill all of that out, you know, with each, every person is different. Every person is different, you know. Absolutely. And uh, I have never been that makeup artist who is hanging out with their talent. Like, I'm not trying to be in their personal lives. You know, I actually have a life outside of this. I actually have a real busy life with friends and family outside of this business. And when I go home, you know, I don't want to think about my job until the next day, you know. And so, you know, I mean, I get it. You know, these these people are, are, they're busy and, you know, and they have their own lives and I have my own life, you know. And I, I like to just keep it that way. And I think that's why one of the things that I pride myself on is I have a lot of great personal relationships with a lot of actors in this business. And because of that reason, I have a lot of people's phone numbers. I don't just call them. I don't just text them. I don't keep in touch. Or, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. there's a there's a level of professionalism that I think we all need to have, you know, in this business that I think gets lost sometimes. You know, oh, that's my yeah. boy or that's my girl or, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, you know, because you work with them, you know, you feel like, you know, that's like your person and it's like, well, not necessarily. You work with that person. You know, like I'm working with Dwayne Johnson right now, you know, and this I'll be on my, I think this is like my fifth project with him. And, you know, it's a blessing. It's a complete blessing to be working with this man. He's a great boss. He's easy. He's fun, but he's busy, you know, and I don't get a lot of communication with Dwayne. When Dwayne comes in the trailer, Dwayne is busy. You know what I mean? He's talking about, you know, five or six other things that he's dealing with, you know, and mm-hmm. and he's having little meetings and while we're getting him ready, you know, and then he's out the trailer and on the set, you know, and trying to do his job, you know. So we don't get a lot right. of personal time, you know, and and that's fine because I get it. This is he's at work. This is not personal time. <laughs> so, right, right. He's at work. You're at work. We're at work, you know, so I don't take it personally, you know, that this man doesn't, he hardly ever talks to me, you know, and it's like, no, he talks and he jokes, you know, and, but I get it. He's, this guy is like the ultimate busy man, you know, like you you don't even understand, you know, so I completely get it. And I think maybe that's why we have a good relationship is that I do get it, you know, and, and I just keep it professional. You know, and I think if people learn to keep it, it's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with, I'm going to do this with that person. I'm going to, and I'm just like, and I don't say anything when people tell me that. And I'm just, I want to say, you're getting too close. Like, you're getting too close. Yeah. You know, why are you getting so close? You know, and, but I just let people figure it out and they'll find out the hard way why it's not a good idea, you know. And, you know, sometimes it's better to be close from a distance, you know, and, I'm not saying you should never hang out, you know, ever. No, I'm not saying that at all, you know, but let them invite you, you know, and 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 sometimes say, no, I, I'm not available, you know. I can't, you know, because you are busy. And I would, you know, and because you do want to keep a professional relationship. I've seen this happen. I'm sure you guys have heard people fell out, you know, and yep. they got too close. That's mm-hmm. too close. 
you know, and then you oh, start sure. telling their business and all, and it's just like, you know, I, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to know too much about anybody. You know what I mean? It's like not that I would tell right. it, but it's like, you know, I just, you know, I'm good. You know, right. I have enough yep. going on in my busy. And that's the thing. Well, you have your, you have your own, you have your own life, and I think some people, um, you know, look at. Um, the actor or whatever, whatever, whatever other celebrity, they look at them as if that person is their life, and that's all that they have. Yeah, it becomes too much. It's true, and people get too attached and don't realize yeah. and forget, you know, that that they are an employee first, you know. And when you remember right. that, you know, then I feel like you know that you might have some longevity, you know, with this person. You know, and um, but one of the other things I wanted to, to tap on since we were talking about you know professionalism and 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 department heading and who we'd hire, two things that I'm sure you're going to agree with: hygiene and dress code at work. Mm. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> <sighs> bringing this up because um, I am. I think I told you guys, but I'm going to mention it here. I am HBO is flying me in for the American Black Yes Festival to do an after class on men's grooming and to talk about the business of film and TV, you know, as a makeup artist. And some of these points that we're talking about tonight are some of the key things that I'm going to be, be, be delving into, you know, as far as the business aspect of. And dress code is something that I am big on, you know, because I'm, I'm, I can't believe sometimes how some people come to work dressed, specifically mm-hmm. female. And yep. I'm just like, wait, what's this not a club, you know, and I know you're single, but <laughs> it's like I'm just stumped sometimes, you know, at, at what I, and I know it's hot, you know, and so there is a level of, this is still considered an office, even though we're outside, you know what I mean? And even though we're in a trailer, this is still a professional work atmosphere. And I think a lot of us forget about that, you know, and come right. to come to work dressed inappropriately. Too much cleavage, short shorts, short dresses. I mean, like, you know, what, what's going on, you know? Right. And... You know, and then hygiene. You know, hygiene is very important. You know, clean hands, clean nails, you know, your breath, you know, you're in people's faces, you know, taking care of your physical appearance. You should be pulled together, you know, and you should be pulled together when you come into work, you know. Mm-hmm. And, That's right. You know, when I'm a department head and somebody's coming and putting their makeup on in the trailer, I'm like, wait, hold up. If I can get up and get myself together, then I know you can get up. And you're younger than me, too. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Come to work ready to work. You know, don't come to work doing the hair in the trailer and the makeup in the trailer. And, you know, and a lot of us do that. That's a bad habit. And I'm calling it out. And I don't care who hears it. It's a bad habit that we have. You know, and I'm saying we, and I'm saying a lot of us in the black culture, we have it bad doing that, you know, and you've got to come to work ready to work, you know, and right. you get a break, you want to do something at lunch, get your hair done or whatever, you know, listen, we all come and get a little haircut or what, you know, you get a little time, you know, but you're not, come in to work ready to work. Right. You know, 
come into work ready Absolutely. to work and come to work on time. You know, right? On time is important. Early is better, but on time is. We all have been late, running late. I've come to work late. I'm not gonna act like I have never. I certainly have. You know, and but it is something that you know, especially when you're running a department, it is something that you cannot do. You have to get to work mm-hmm. on time. You know, because Absolutely. there's too much to prep for, and especially if you're doing a big movie, there's a lot to prep for. And if you didn't do it the night before, you definitely got to get there early enough to know what's going on. You right. know. And if you right. don't and have the a thing solid, is, key, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, if you don't have a solid key, you know, and which is why a key is important, you know, because it's great when you come in and your key is already there. It's like, oh, great, you know, to pull the actors back, got the continuity pictures out, you know what I mean? There's a lot to do, you know, before you want to look at the script and see what's going on for the day. If you didn't do it the night before, you know, and make sure everything is on point. So that mm-hmm. when the actors come in, you know, you're not shuffling and you're ready to go. You know, Absolutely. it's very important. Very important. And the thing is, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be running if you're running late and let's just say the call time is eight AM don't or if you're stuck in traffic, don't call at like five minutes till eight to say right. I'm stuck in traffic. Or right. I'm running late. If you're running late, you know, if you woke up late, as soon as you realize you're, you're going to be late, just call. Call. Exactly. Just call. Right then. Exactly. And then one other thing about hygiene that I want to mention, and I'm, I'm not trying to be funny at all, but I know a lot of people who wear natural deodorant. <laughs> and sometimes natural deodorant is just not doing the job. So there's been quite a few. There's been quite a few. I can't wear. There have been quite a few people who have come to work, whether they're wearing natural deodorant or not, and and they don't necessarily smell their best. And sometimes I'm not sure people can smell themselves. So sometimes we have to like you know pull them to the side and and say something, but. If that happens to you, don't be offended. Just be glad that somebody took the time and cared enough, you know, to do that. Because it's necessary. It's necessary. Especially if you are, you know, in an actor's space or in an actor's space, you know. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. Yeah, don't be offended. And really, honestly, you know, I think one of the key things that I want to point out is that, you know, the sensitivity chip that I feel like too many people have, you know, in this business when someone says something to them, you know, especially in regards to, to, to work, it's like, you gotta, you gotta lose that. You know, you gotta lose that. You can't take stuff personally. You know, you have to know that we're at work. You know, if you're in an office and your boss comes and says something to you and you didn't like the way he said it, are you actually going to walk over to him and tell him, oh, I didn't like how you said that to me? You know what I mean? It's like you're not going to do right. that, you know? And it's like so you're going to go ahead and do exactly what your boss told you to do, you know? And so, you know, it's like – and I feel like, you know, there's just – there's too much – the people complicate things in our business because this is such – it's such a great job to have, you know, for us to be able to do what we do. You know, and 
I love my job, you know, and I love meeting new people. I mean, I'm on Jungle Cruise right now, and, you know, there's, they have a great trailer. Everybody's nice. Joe Harlow's the department head. He's awesome. You know, everybody that's working under him is awesome. You know, it's everybody's pleasant. And, you know, Emily Blunt has her own people. Those girls are lovely. You know, everybody's just nice, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's always, it's always great when you, when you have that kind of atmosphere, you know, of just, you know, good people to be around. You know, there's nobody has an ego. These are all people that have done great, big movies, big things. And everybody is just easy and pleasant. You know, and, you know, everybody leaves their eagles at the door, you know, and right. um, and we all enjoy each other, you know. So. Right. Let me ask you, Maris, um, on Ballers, for the, I believe it's, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the first two seasons you were the department head, and then um, I think after that you became Dwayne's personal. Am I correct about that? Yes, yes. Okay. I was the department head the first two seasons, and then um, Dwayne got Baywatch. And um, what were we on when he got Baywatch? We were doing something when he got Baywatch. I can't even remember if we were doing Ballers or not. Um, yeah, he got Baywatch, and his he had a personal makeup artist, and she wound up um, having a child. And so she could not travel. And um, so, you know, I was asked to do, um, I was able to do a makeup test with him. And um, and he was happy. And, uh, you know, so then I wound up doing Baywatch with him. And after Baywatch, you know, he just has been using me ever since. You know, and right. um, yeah. You know, so so it was it was very I was very honored and like wow you know cool and yeah but were you a, was it a baller's question you wanted to ask me yeah so I was so what I wanted to ask was um, so how did your responsibilities change from going from and this is just you know for those who are listening who may not really know um, how did your responsibilities change from department head to personal. Um, well, you definitely have less responsibility, you know, because you're now just dealing with one person, you know, as opposed right. to a group of actors, you know, you have less responsibility, but because you're dealing with the star of a, of a project, you know what I mean? It's still, mm-hmm. you still have a lot of responsibility, you know, it's almost like a little bit more pressure put on you because you kind of have to be on point all the time. You know, and you have to be paying attention. You know, another another key thing, you know, um, issue that I have with people not paying attention to their actors, you know, and you have to watch the monitor. And, I mean, I catch stuff all the time when I'm watching a monitor. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, and you run in and you're able to fix it. Now, just imagine if you're not paying attention and then that winds up, you know, you know, you go into the cutting room and that's cut into the film and then it's just like, oh, my God, you know because I wasn't paying attention. Right. You know, and you see, you know, a lot of times, you know, with continuity. And um, and I think, you know, the little stuff that, that we might catch that, you know, but there's big stuff a lot of times that you catch when you're watching a movie, like, wait a minute. You know, so, um, 
you know, a lipstick color can lighten or darken, you know, or, you know, a person could be sweaty one minute and then the same moment, no sweat, you know. So it's like it's all of that little stuff that, you know, you have to be paying attention to and, you know, and making sure that your actor is on point, you know, as far as his look. So, you know, I'm always at the monitor. You know, you won't find me anywhere else. I'll chit-chat for a minute. You know what I mean? But, okay, right. I'm back up at the monitor. You know, it's like if anybody wants to know where I'm at, I'm usually right by the monitor, you know. And um, I'm never one to wander off and, you know, and not be where my actor is. So. Right. And I guess it's so much like is- being a one-person department. It is. It is. Like we have a Rachel and I, you know, she's she's his barber. Um, we have our own trailer, you know, and it's just she and mm-hmm. I in the trailer. And, um, you know, it, it, it's very cool to have your own trailer, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's like once you get to set, you know, it's like you got to really be, you got to really be paying attention, you know, to your right. actor, you know, and to his wants or her wants and needs and, you know, and, and Dwayne is, is very self-sufficient, you know, he's not, you know, He's not, you know, difficult in, in any sense of the word. And, um, you know, at the end of the night, you know, in certain instances, like in this movie, he just wants hot towels in his trailer so he can just clean himself up, you know. But if he's real, like in Rampage, he had to come in every night to get cleaned up, you know. Right. And he had to take off with all the blood and dirt and stuff, you know. And um, so then he comes in. But, you know, if it's, just a, if it's just minimal stuff, he'll just do it himself, you know, because, again, he wants to get out to go home, you know? That's right. right. And, you know, so I got to make sure that when he raps, I can't be talking and not paying attention because I got to get back to the trailer and make sure his hot towels are in his trailer. And you know what I mean? Right. So it's like you got to, like, be paying attention to what's going on, you know, with your actor right. at all times. That is the hard part about because you don't have somebody watching your back. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, yeah, I was just you. about to say, yeah. That's yeah, the disadvantage. It's, you. it's like you can't, yeah. Yeah, it's like when you get when you want to take a bathroom break, it's got to be when like maybe you know they're relighting or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's just nobody to to hold your bag and 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 watch them while you go. Yep. Yep. You know, there are certain times when I can walk away, and you know, Rachel, I'll be like, hey, you know, if, you know, if he's sweating or you know if he's not supposed to sweat, hey, right. can you just blot him for me, you know, because he trusts Rachel, he knows. But I can't leave his bag with another makeup person or, you know. No. Now when no. we were on ballers, you know, I could say, you know, hey, you know, Gino's gonna do such and such and he might be okay. I'm gonna you know, so he was because you know he Gino established a relationship with him, you know, once he was introduced and, you know, Dwayne liked Gino. So, you know, there was a time when I could be like, hey, Gino is gonna do and he'd be like, Okay, no problem. You know, but, you know, for the most part, you know, you always want to make sure, one, that you're on point, you know, two, because if a person is carrying you from project to project, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking care of them, you know, and they don't want to have issues or any difficulty with you or, you know, any attitude or if they correct something or ask you something, you know. And you always want to make sure that, you know, hey, if he asks you for this, I have it. You know, I know he likes this. Let me make sure I have it. You know, I know he wants this. Let me make sure I have it. You know, and so I'm always trying to stay two steps ahead of him. So it's almost like he's my department head. You know what I mean? And now I'm his key. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I look at it like that. Like I got to make sure this man is happy. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's kind of like that now. That's kind of how I break it down, you know, as a person. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask you, how do you prepare uh, for a project, um, you know, when you're working as his personal? You know, is is it any different than – you know, well, you know, I know the department head has to, you know, they have to get everything for the entire trailer. And how do you do something? Is it different from what you normally do as a department head when you're preparing for a show? Well, it's different in the sense that, one, he's a man. So a man is way simpler to deal with than a woman because there's mm-hmm. way less product involved. You know what I mean? Um I'm a big skin person. So, you know, I have Dwayne on, you know, like major skincare, you know, and we're we're all about the skin. And I have him on, you know, mask routines. He's got like four different routines with all these different little steps he's got to do, mask and exfoliating and, you know, and so I'm about skin. So for me, and Dwayne has multiple places where he likes to have his stuff. So I have to order multiples of everything, you know, and at any given point he can decide I want to switch back to this line instead of this line. You know, which actually just happened yesterday. He wants to go back to what he used to use skincare-wise. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, all that stuff is in L.A. I'm like, shoot. Okay, so now I got to get on the phone and I got to make sure because he wants it here in Hawaii and I got to get this stuff here. You know, by Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, so now I'm right away. You know, texting and making sure because I want to make sure that he has what he wants and that it's here and that when he gets to Atlanta, it's going to be there. You know, and um. And if he needs it in L.A., it's going to be there as well, you know. So wherever we're going, and then when we travel internationally, you know, it's like i got to make sure that all his stuff is with me and he's got his stuff, you know. So I work closely, too, with his assistant. You know, she's great. And um, we make sure that, you know, he's got everything that he needs, you know, for travel and um, for, you know, the set, as well as when we go internationally and all these press junkets and stuff. So, you know, so it is, you know, it's not hard work, but it's, it's, it's tedious, it's, you know, and it's just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's thoughtful work, you know, and it's just okay. thinking about this man and everything that he needs, you know, and making sure that you have it, you know, right. and um, and he's prepared, you know, and um, so everybody on the team is pretty much, you know, on point that way, you know, and um, and that makes him happy. You know, so, right. you know, he's not scrambling and, and you don't know what's going on. And, you know, it's like that that can't happen, you know. Right. <laughs> you got to know all times what's going on, you know. And um, exactly. so that, that's kind of the, the hard part about being, you know, a personal is that, you know, you kind of are, you're a lone wolf. You know, and yeah. even though it's a team effort, it's still you are the makeup artist, and you got to know what's going on makeup wise because the hair person is not going to be able to tell you anything, you know, right? And right, uh, or, or whatever, you know. So you got to really, you know, you got to really be on point, and um, and so I, I you know, I, I thrive on organization and and keeping, you know, keeping like, you know, I have pictures of every product and, you know, everything he's ever used and, 
you know, and just like for this reason, he decided, I thought we were done with that one skincare, and now we're, no, I want to go back. Okay, you know, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back, you know. And so now I'm like, now had I not kept a list of what he was using, it's like, oh, my God, what did he use, you know. And right. so now I got to scramble, you know, and I got to ask him, well, what was it again? You know, he doesn't have time to try to figure that out. What? You know, right. like, well, you don't know, you know. So, um, so yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's important to just to just be thoughtful and, and really paying attention to, to your talent, you know, in, in every way, you know. And, yeah, um, absolutely. Anything else? Yes, one more thing before we go. Um, I just wanted you to share a little bit about, because I know you're going to be speaking about male grooming as well when you're in, when you're in Miami. So can you uh, uh-huh. just talk a little bit about the whole grooming process when you're working with Dwayne? I mean, I know you're big into skin. Um, but are there any tips you can share, anything that you can share that you're going to speak about when you're um, at ABFF? Uh, well, the main thing I'm going to talk about with male grooming is really, I feel like guys get the short end of the stick because, you know, a lot of times when they sit in a chair, I, I, I don't, a lot of times I don't see prep on men. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. just feel like people, they, mm-hmm. they just get the makeup put on and then they're done. And a lot of times it's too much makeup, it's too much powder, you know, and the color is wrong, and it drives me crazy, you know. And so I feel like guys kind of get the short end of the stick when it comes to, you know, really getting groomed properly. And, you know, fortunately for me with Dwayne, you know, he has a barber, so she does most of his face. She does his facial hair all the time, you know, and so I don't have to deal with facial hair. But, you know, as far as his skin and his look, I am, first and foremost, anybody that sits in my chair, I'm looking at their skin first because I'm not a person that likes to layer on a ton of makeup on somebody's face when I know what we can correct and, and, and smooth this skin out. You know, that way we don't have to put that much makeup on. So, you know, I am big on, you know, exfoliating and, and grooming and using products, you know, that, that help exfoliate, you know, and... Um, so, and, and color, I feel like color is, is so important, you know, and I don't care what color you are, you know, because I've seen white guys who look too light or, you know, too pink on camera, mm-hmm. you know. I've seen, you know, the same with, you know, black men who look too gray or too red, you know, or, or just too much makeup, you know. And, right. and especially, again, because it is high definition, you can see everything, you know. So to me, the less makeup, the better on a man, you know. And um, and I am just one who really wants to encourage, you know, facials. You know, if you can get if you can get to a facialist, and if you can't get to a facialist, you know, then getting them, you know, on a grooming program. But in the chair, if you feel like somebody's skin is looking dry, or you know dehydrated, you know, those are all things that, you know, you should be paying attention to, you know, when anybody sits in your chair, you know. So I'm going to be talking more about, you know, really skin, you know, Mm -hmm. when somebody sits down, whether it be oily, oily, because a lot of times guys are oily when they sit down, you know. A lot of times guys have a lot of breakups, you know, a lot of ingrown hairs or, you know, and so, you know, just kind of dealing with that kind of stuff. You know, and um, 
and the makeup application, you know, light-handed, you know, putting the makeup mm-hmm. only where you need it, you know, um, and just evening out the skin tone, you know. And I, and I, you know, when I, when I see people putting on these layers of makeup, like putting, okay, so you start with a light foundation and you put another foundation. And I'm just like, okay, who, girl, who started this trend? <laughs> like, why are people putting on layers of foundation? You know, I just I don't understand right. that. You know? And and I feel like a man to me should always only wear a liquid makeup. You know, I feel like cream makeup, unless it's like with a with a white guy. I do like Viviora, and um, I feel like their cream is not heavy. Um, but with Dwayne, I use. Giorgio Armani Maestro makeup, and I love it because it literally, because everybody always says, always says, he doesn't look like he has makeup on. Great. That's how I want him to look. I don't want him to look like right. he has makeup on, you know, and so that makeup really is, is nice, you know, and to touch up with, it's nice. You, you know what I mean? It just it really kind of goes right into the skin, and um, it doesn't sit on top of it or, you know, I, and it's light. You know, unfortunately, Dwayne does have, you know, he has, you know, good skin, you know, and um, mm-hmm. so not everybody that sits in your chair, though, has good skin, you know. So, That's true. You know, so I'm a person that likes to delve into, okay, what's going on, you know, and let's see if we can improve this. You know, and that's if you have time, if you're going to be working with that person for a couple of months, you know, maybe several months, you know, if you're on a TV show, you know, or an episodic you know, or if you're on a film, you know, for three, four months. So you've got a minute to kind of, you know, give some directions. And, um, you know, but then you got to have a person who's interest directions, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the other hard part. You know, some men are like, oh, I don't want to, you know. Kevin Hart was, you know, really great at, you know, listen, getting that skin together. Kevin would go get facials, and he got right on that skincare. He was, he was great, you know. He loved it. You know, and his skin looks amazing. Yeah, you know, that's that's yeah, their moneymaker. You know, they 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 have to do the right that's thing. The, yeah, that's their moneymaker, right? You know, you gotta you got the skin is really important. People and and again, everybody is so about being aesthetically perfect now. You know, it's right. like it's gone overboard a bit. But, you know, it's, right. I think it's great that people are more aware of, you know, of, and again, skin to me is a part of hygiene, you know, because if you call yourself a makeup artist, you know, or a hairdresser, to me, you should kind of be pulled together. Like, your makeup should be at least, you know, natural, clean, whatever. You know, you shouldn't come in looking crazy if you're a makeup artist, you know, yeah. or a hairdresser. You know what I mean? It's like, to me, you should kind of be representing your craft a little bit. You know, Absolutely. this is what you do. It's stylish. You know, you should come in dressed like, oh, you know, oh, that's the costume designer over there. Like, you know, you know what I mean? A person right. that carries in a certain way, you know, but then you see a person, right. that's the hairdresser? <laughs> you know, like hair all over the head. It's just like they just woke up. And this is, you know, I, that drives me crazy because I'm like, you got, people just get too comfortable in, in our jobs, you know, and, and right. we can close with that, like, Let's remember to keep it professional. You know, it's like this is a job. This is a, this is your office that you're walking into. You know what I mean? Treat it like you know you're walking right. into a Fortune 500 office, and you got to be pulled together. You know, 
And however you want right. to pull it together, if you don't, if you're a person that doesn't really need to wear makeup every day, hey, great. But make sure your skin is moisturized. You know what I mean? Like your nails are groomed, your hair is combed, and you know you're ready to work. You're dressed appropriately, and you're ready to work. You know, and come in with the right attitude. You know, and right. be, so true. be somebody that people want to call. That's what I tell people all the time. Be somebody that people want to call back. You know, it's like, you know what, I really like working with him. You know, I really like working with her. You know, it's like it's nothing worse than when you ask somebody, if someone calls me and asks me about somebody, I'll be like, oh, girl, I can't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this was not a good fit for me. You know, and I hate that. I really do. You know, and especially when, yeah. you know, you're trying to give somebody an opportunity to work with you and it just doesn't work out. You know, and, and the reason why is just like, well, it didn't have to be that way, you know. Right. But, hey, right. people make choices. Merce, I want to hmm. take this really quick call. I know you're we're trying to go, but I think I know who this is. Hello? Okay. Hello? Hey, Marietta. Hello? Hi. Can you, you know hear what? me? Hi, Merce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I wanted Hi, to Mary point out is where... How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Oh, great. Where in Miami? When? It, where, when? What day? What I'm time? In and where? I'm in Kauai. I know, so but where, where in Miami are you going to be? Wait, huh? ABFF. ABFF. Oh, when am I going to be You here? didn't say, yeah, you didn't say when and where. And what time? Oh, I'm going to be there on June 17th. I haven't gotten the time yet because um, I know it's June 17th and it's at the Faena Hotel, but they haven't given me the time that my class is yet. It's at the which hotel? The Faena, F-A-E-N-A. Okay, okay. The Faena Hotel, that's where the class is going to be. That's where part of, I think, part of ABFF stuff is going to be there as well. Um, and when you Mary, find I'm out, gonna... can you just send me a, a note, a text, or something, so I know? Uh, you know what? I will. I'll make a note for sure. Are you? You're you in my? You in Miami? Yeah. Oh my God! I forgot that you live in Miami now. Okay, cool. I will absolutely do that. And Mary, yeah, I'm, I'm not in the, Miami uh... proper. Yep. No, I'm on the website now. So if I find anything out, I'll let you know too. I, I was on the website. I searched the website. That's why I called in. I was searching it. Oh, okay. And I couldn't find. Gotcha. And I couldn't find. I couldn't find what it falls under. That's why I called to find out, just so that you know we know, and I can put it up there for some of my class and stuff to go. You know. Oh, perfect! I would love that. Okay, um, I will definitely. They haven't given me the time yet, so I'm still like we're still trying to confirm like all of this little minute details now, but I will for sure. Um, I will, um, you know what I'll do? I will direct message you, and then we, I'll get your actual phone number, and then we can, we can talk from there. Yeah, because I'm, I want to see if, I, if it's even possible if I can get my class down there on a field trip. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's yeah, definitely so. on a Friday, June 17th, and it's usually, it'll be in the daytime, I'm sure in the, like, probably either the morning or afternoon. Because everything takes place, okay, yeah. takes place in the daytime. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. yeah so put that when I get de- when you get details, it's the seventeenth. Uh huh. It's for sure the seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. So, so as soon so, as I get yeah, the time, so, and that's the place for sure. As soon as I get the time, then I will let you know. 
Okay, that sounds really good. Really great hearing you. Oh, you gave some amazing tips. Amazing okay. tips, which is so wonderful. I mean, I, I love hearing all those tips because you can't stress that enough, you know. Like, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, like, it's your job going looking like the part, you know. They're not your friends, you know. You're there to work with them. I mean, you can't stress right. it enough. It's so wonderful. No, I know. And you've always been pulled together. I remember, uh, yeah, no, Marietta, yeah, no, yeah, listen. I know you know. <laughs> so you have a yeah, no, no, I was, no, I teach at a makeup school, and I do master classes out of the country. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I need to talk to you. I've not never done a master class before, and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, this is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's 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 wonderful. Now I'm excited for you. No, but you gave amazing tips for a lot of people, a lot of tips on grooming, really great tips and making those men look like men and not like Instagram girls. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I hate it. I hate I I don't like these the Instagram girls wearing all this makeup either. So, you know, I, I wanted no. to get back to the basics. That's my famous last oh, no. get back to the basics. You know? Oh, it's great because we're teaching for the, I mean, we're doing makeup for the technology that we're yeah, working right. with. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. And, and I think I people miss that point. <laughs> it's the technology and skin needs to look yeah. like skin. So you said some really great stuff. I was, I was there making notes. I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I, you know what the problem is. Social media, you can go in and alter everything. You know what I mean? So right. People realize how much makeup these girls actually have on their face with all these photos that they post. You know what I mean? And how Ugh. everything is is what do you call it? Altered. Tuned, all that. Yeah, it's, it's altered. It's altered. It's all altered, and people go, "Oh, how beautiful!" It's not beautiful because it's not achievable by human hands. <laughs> We we cannot achieve those looks. We just can't. And I'm always, you know, oh. like, how can you say that this is beautiful? What's beautiful about it? It's retouched to the heavens. Yep. There's nothing beautiful about it. it it's it's great exactly. photography work, but it's not great makeup. Thank I'm you. so over it. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Well, yeah, we got a class. Yeah, we just got to keep keep. Spreading the word, you know what I mean. It's like know, you know, yeah. Know. It's a there's yeah. a time and a place for the beat. You know what I mean. There's a time yeah. and a place. You know, <laughs> but when I see young girls wearing lashes, and I'm just like, oh my god, what is happening? You know, I was like, I said, reality TV and social media. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yep. what it is. You know, I'm, I'm just so you. happy for you. I'm just so happy for you. I'm. I mean, you know, it's. it's it's great you're doing what you're doing. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you were definitely someone that uh, that inspired me as well. So, you know, you were, you were oh, doing thank your you. thing. I was coming up too. So uh, I got a cap off to Marietta too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's and I'm great. Well, I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping that we can hook up when you come here. So, you know, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Just, you know. Pass that information on so I can pass it on to a few people, okay? I appreciate that, and I will be in touch, I promise. Okay, honey, you take Thank care. You Hugs on the call. Okay, All thank right. you. Tell your husband hi, too. Bye-bye. I most definitely will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Marietta. Uh-huh. All right, Merch, shout out. 
shout out where people can find you um, online and on social media. Okay, my shout out is I am um, at Merce Beauty and at Merce Glow on Instagram. Um, I am on Facebook as just my name, Merce Arsenault. And um, that's about it. And I want to say thank you, ladies, um, for reaching out. And I'm so glad that I was able to uh, make the time to do this. It was a, it was a blast. Yeah, it was thank really you good. again really, really for joining good. us. Glad you Absolutely. have the time. Oh, congratulations on the 10 years. I didn't know you guys have been doing this as long. Oh, thank like, you. 10 years. Wow. Well, okay. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, it has wow. gone so fast. We didn't even realize. <laughs> but thank Very you so nice. much. You're thank welcome. You so much. So hopefully well, wait, we'll have you back question. on at some point. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait, we forgot point. one last yeah. question, though. We can't yeah. forget this one last question. What is beauty to you? How, what's your definition of beauty? You know, my definition of beauty is what I said earlier. You know, a beautiful person to me is, beauty first to me is personality. You know, mm-hmm. where makeup is concerned, I, you know, I think that, you know, we've forgotten why makeup was made. Makeup was made to enhance a person's beauty. And, you know, you can be the prettiest person in the room, but the ugliest at the same time, you know, because of personality, you know. And I just find, you know, warmness, you know, character, integrity, those are things that equal beauty to me. The makeup part of it, you know, you snatch your hair back, you throw on a little blush and mascara. I mean, someone can be gorgeous with just that. You know, and so, you know, the makeup is an enhancement to me, but, you know, beauty is, is only skin deep, and I am all about, you know, the heart first when it comes to beauty. Absolutely. Well said, well said. All right. Thank you again. Um, this has been great, and I, I can't wait to hear about how uh, things go at ABSF. I'm sure they're going to love I it. I know. Oh, I'm excited. Now I might have a little whole class in there. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Right. Really? Because <laughs> I was like, I don't see this class. I'm like, oh, my God, what if nobody comes? <laughs> You're all listening. Don't um, worry about that. Yeah. When you get the details, just text them to me, and I'll make sure I announce it on next week's show or, you know, as oh, soon as you good. can get them Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, girls. All right. You're welcome. You're Have welcome. a good night, and thank you so much. You You're too. Welcome. Thanks, Good night to you as well. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And why don't you shout out where they can find us on social media? Sure. But before I do that, let me just, um, just to let you all know, know Merce's name is spelled M-E-R-C. M-E-R-C is Merce. So when you're looking for her for um, on Instagram or Facebook, Merce Beauty or Merce Glow, it's M-E-R-C. Okay, and you can follow and her- us on Facebook. Sorry? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, you can follow us on Facebook. We're Beauty Talk Online Radio. And on Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And that's where we'll be chatting uh, every Sunday night during the show. We'll be on uh, our beauty talk page um, on Twitter, so you can follow us there at beauty underscore talk. 
And then on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And then you can follow uh, Janice and I both on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram just by our names. You can follow me, Denise. I'm Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And you can follow Janice, and she's Janice, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right, and then I just want to give a big shout-out to J.K. and Viola, who are all listening by phone. Hey, J.K. Hey, Viola. For, for tuning in. Um, and thank you guys who are listening um, online. Again, we thank you guys for your continued support. Um, and we'll talk to you guys again next Sunday night. So have a beautiful and blessed week and have a wonderful evening. Good night, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.